One man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi, it's Brian Timoney here and welcome on to today's podcast. Um, so today we're going to talk about the rules of the ultimate actor. Now this is something I've talked about in the past and I'm building up the number of rules. You know, eventually there might be like 101 ultimate acting rules. But um, right now I'm just going to give you another five um, that I think are important when you're thinking about how do I become the best actor that I possibly can. So... Um, let me just have a look at what these are. So, number one. This is number one of the, the entire Ultimate Acting Rules just for today. So, the first one I'm going to talk about is knowing what a real impulse is. So, here's a funny thing that happens is that it can be difficult, especially in the beginning, and, and also for an actor who hasn't trained in the right way to know what a real impulse is. Because... What will happen is that they read a part, they read a scene, and they think, right, okay, I'm going to play it like this. And they go on and they play the character like that, and they play the scene like this. But they don't know what it is to have a real impulse because they're not listening out for impulses. They're only trying to play it a certain way. So the actor has to train in knowing how to take an impulse, knowing what an impulse is, and and actually experience it and feel it. Um, this might sound a bit maybe out there or unimportant. It's probably one of the most important skills. And it's so often, I think, neglected by many actor training facilities. Is that, you know, it's not just about teaching an actor how to play a part or how to play a scene. It's they have to know, they have to feel in their body what an impulse is. From that, then they know what actions they want to take. Um, from that they become much more creative in what they're doing um, you know if you want to be an acting artist not just a jobbing actor you need to go to that level of detail you know if you go and look at some brilliant painters like Picasso or Van Gogh it's like you're, you're looking at their impulse you know they had an impulse to paint that they had an impulse to use those colours they had an impulse to to draw the you know in that perspective so if they had just thought about, well, I'm just going to recreate something, I've got an idea that I just want to regurgitate, then they wouldn't have produced work that is considered masterpieces. So it's an important point for, for the actor to, to be able to do. How do you do it? Well, through proper training, good training. In the method, we spend a lot of time starting to understand that, what an impulse is and how to take it, how to transform that into something creative. Okay, number two. Create, create unusual choices. So here's the thing is that, um, you know, it's very easy to read a script and look at a character and come up with one or two ways to do it. Um, I always try to drum into my students that there's at least 50 different ways to do something, 50, at least 50 different ways to play a character because um, from being that open about the different ways to do it, um, you, you tend to find more unusual ways too. Now, this isn't just about being wacky or weird or just trying to become unusual for the sake of it. It's actually about coming up with intelligent, creative, artistic choices that are unusual from the norm. 
Because the majority of people are not thinking at that level. They're just thinking, okay, what's an effective way to do it? But they're not thinking about the most unusual. Now, one of the masters of doing this was um, Marlon Brando. And there's a few different scenes that stand out for me in this. But um, there's one particular scene where he's um, in a film where it's really hot. It's set, set in the deep south, this film. And he's got this scene with another actor which is in front of a coffin. And back in the day... They used to keep, um, uh, co- you know, the bodies um, preserved in coffins in this, like, high heat under ice. And so they'd pack a coffin with ice. And the coffin was open because the people were going to pay their respects. So Brando's got this scene to play out in front of the coffin with this other guy. And, you know, un- you know totally improvised, not, you know, scripted or anything like that. He basically starts the scene and turns around and takes a piece of ice off of the the, um, the casket. And he starts to do the whole scene just cooling himself with this piece of ice. Now, if Brando had just allowed himself to kind of be contained to the way that he thought it should be played, he might never have even thought of that. He might have never even seen that casket with the ice in it. He just blanked it and just done the scene. But he made it part of what he did. And that is original. It's something. It's it's more interesting than the uh, than maybe just doing it the way that you know he thought. It, you know, many people would have thought of playing it. So, and for this day and age as well, you know, for um, when we're going through the audition process and we're trying to make ourselves different from everybody else that's going in for that role, you know, creating different and unusual choices is a good way to go. Right, number three, let go of the audience. Um, So it can be hard at times to really let go of the audience because, you know, you're worried about how you're going to be perceived, whether they're going to like you or not. So here's the thing is, just remember that when somebody's sitting watching your work in an audience, they are projecting their own experience, their own beliefs and values onto you and your work. So there's no chance of being able to control their perception of you. In fact... You know, I've said this before, but it's like if you're in a thousand seat auditorium theatre, you've got a thousand different plays happening um, because they are imbuing it with them. You know, they're seeing it through their lens, their their life lens. So you kind of got to just let go of the audience. What you should, you've got to be focused on is what is the character want to do? What actions do you want to take? Forget about what the audience might want or expect from you and focus solely on on what you want to do um from doing that it creates a stage presence you know an audience can feel when an actor's let go of them they can feel when they an actor doesn't need the audience in order for them to do you know their work well so that's number three let go of the audience um right next one number four immerse yourself in other art forms so you should think about not just acting, but think about other artistic art forms like um, painting, sculpture, uh, dance, music. You know, allow yourself to be exposed to some of these brilliant artists and especially the top artists in the world. You know, people that have created masterpieces should be, you know, you should pay attention to them because they have tapped into something that goes beyond just being a good artist, an effective artist. They've tapped into something higher than that. And when you expose yourself to those sort of art forms and at that level, it can't help but impact you. It can't help but influence you. 
and and make you think about striving for the highest standards that you can. So, you know what? Take some time out. You know, if you've never been to a ballet, go and watch a ballet. Go and watch them. You know what they can do, isn't it? You know the amazing movement that can be created. The amount of time and dedication that's been put into it. Same for an opera. You've never been to an opera. Go and watch one and listen to how the human voice can be used um, and how it can move people. You know, if you've never been to see a masterpiece like a Picasso or um, a Van Gogh, you know, go and see one. Go and, go and actually look at them and and let it be, affect you and and inform yourself about these artists because I do believe that they rub off on you. Um, so here's the last one for, the, for today, number five, I believe, which is um, about asking yourself an acting question every day. So we're in a world where everybody's kind of getting kind of addicted to phones, kind of addicted to iPads, all sorts of devices, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. And the tendency can be to kind of just get a, you know, a bit of a, a dopamine fix, if you like. You know, when we go, you go and check something like that, you kind of think, oh, yeah, I'll see what's happening on Facebook or whatever. And you, we kind of, you know, the tendency could be to waste a lot of time on a lot of these, you know, apps and devices that are not actually enhancing your life in any way apart from maybe distracting you out of boredom. So here's here's another way of approaching this. The next time that you want to check your phone, right? the next time you want to check Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is that you're into, try this instead. Instead of picking up the phone, have a question that you have thought about earlier on that day, probably in the morning, and, and have a question, something that you want to solve, maybe an acting question you've got to solve that you've posed to yourself, and then try to solve that that question. So, for example, maybe your question is, how do I expand my emotional range? Right? How do I expand my emotional range? And if you think about that question every time, instead of every time you're going to pick up the phone or check something, you think, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to ask myself this question, and then I'm going to think about where I can get the answer or what is it that I need to do in order to get the answer. Um, then actually you're going to spend your time much more efficiently, effectively, and you're going to come up with answers and solutions that maybe you never thought about before. Um, so I do this. I do this every day. I have a, a question that I'm trying to, something that I'm trying to solve. And um, instead of, you know, running to different things, I'll, I'll just ask that question. And, and I use my phone and computers and everything else to answer that question if I need to, if I need to reset something then I'll use that. But um, but I think it's a much more effective way to, to kind of run your day. So there you go. Some food for thought, some ultimate actor rules for you to digest. And I look forward to speaking to you on the next one. You've been listening to Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For a full transcript of today's show, go to www.worldofacting.com. We'll see you next time.